you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Hey guys, John Astronomy here. Welcome to the Christmas episode of Talking Metal coming to you from New York, New York. Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, guys. John and Mark, the two founding members of Talking Metal, wrapping up 2016. This will be the last episode of the year. And uh, Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Let's get into some music right now, and then we'll come back and talk a little. This is Silent Night. This is, you got Chuck Billy on vocals, Scott Ian doing some of the guitar work, a bunch of great guys on this uh, track. John Tempesta, is that how you say his name, John? Tempesta, that's how I always said it. But. He's on drums, the drums sound ferocious on this. This is Silent Night. No relation to Joey Tempest, who is also good. <laughs>
little silent night, guys. Merry Christmas again. John, uh, it's been a great year for Talking Metal, and one of the reasons is, you know, 2015, you weren't with us at all, and this wow. marks the, you marked the, your return to the show after a 14-month break uh, in January, and it's been great to have you back sporadically uh, on the show, and we hope that the trend continues in 2017, maybe even get, getting you on more shows. Yeah, I'd like to be on every week, uh, and I cannot believe that I was away for 14 months. How freaking weird is that? I, I totally did not know that, but uh, definitely glad to be back. We got to work something out. You know what? The only reason I was away, guys, was because I was probably out on the road with Ace so much uh, or doing other Ace-related work, uh, either in New York or in California or somewhere across the country. So it's been crazy, but uh, definitely glad to be back. Uh, got a ton of stuff, guys, uh, to fill you in on. Uh, just the random insanity that is the astronomy lifestyle, right? Yes, and you actually were starting to tell me, and I cut you off. I said save it for the podcast because uh, we recently had a, a listener call in. I'm trying to remember. I think it was David Isaac uh, called in, and he, he mentioned the infamous rat stories that you've had. <laughs> where John just somehow has these run-ins with, with rats. I believe we're on Manhattan Island. I think there's actually more rats on the island than there is people. Have you heard that? I don't know if that's true, but somebody told me that. I have heard that, and I, I recently uh, watched a, a TV special called Rats, I, I believe was the name, and it basically focused on the uh, rat population in uh, giant cities throughout the, the world, and New York was, of course, uh, one of the main ones. And what's crazy is you can go up to... Pretty much um, any of those big garbage piles you see, like on the sidewalk, if it's next to like a sewer grate and you go and kick it, I guarantee you a whole bunch of rats will run out. It's like a really? freaky thing. That's what it showed it on the uh, special. But here's what happened. I'm coming uh, back from the Revolver Awards the other night, Tuesday night. Today is uh, Friday. But this will, of course, uh, be posted on a different day. But So a couple of days ago, I come out of a, a really high-end hotel like in the city where— You're well, not making this up. No, I'm not making this up. This, yeah. You're not making this up. I mean, no. Because it seems like—I I know there's listeners out there going, oh, here he goes with another fictional rat story. But this is—you swear yeah. this is absolutely true. I swear to God this is true. And I even have a photo to prove it, but uh, I mean, I couldn't get that anywhere, but it's it's definitely from my camera. We will post this on, on the show notes talking about it. There's this like, so here's what happens. I, I, I'm in a high-end hotel. Like, for example, the uh, L.A. Lakers were there. I was like in the elevator talking to one of the dudes. And, um, you know, musicians, top people stay there. Uh, even people that aren't in metal bands but are famous musicians stay there. So I, I walk out of the hotel and I trip on something. And, and what's funny is I'm with Ace's uh, good friend, Buddy, who I call my Uncle Buddy. And uh, he also tripped. So both of us tripped. And we're like, what the hell was that? And, and I look down, and it's a rat. And, uh, and I think it might have been bleeding. And I think that it was either dead and it just recently got killed by something. Or maybe it was my snakeskin boot. Believe it or not, the same pair of boots. But this was the replacement. Because after that first time the rat the giant rat jumped on my foot this was even a bigger rat um i returned those boots believe it or not to the store i didn't want them anymore after they they were touched by a rat and then what happened was um i got a new pair of boots wearing the same boots and of course 
I attract yet another rat. And uh, I think it was bleeding, and it looks like it wasn't moving. So uh, I may have killed it. Uh, but what, what are the odds of that, that I have another run-in with a rat? This was my third rodent incident. There was the, there was the, there was the, uh, the one where the rat was like attached to my foot and would not let go. That was a giant rat. It was about the size of a small puppy. Um, that one happened on 10th Avenue and like 42nd Street. Uh, this one happened downtown in the Soho area. And then, of course, I had the time where I picked up uh, what may have been a rat, could have been a mouse, at a bar in Jersey City, thinking it was a scrunchie. You know those things you put in your hair? And I handed it to a girl going, oh, by the way, here's your scrunchie. And I was holding a rat. And, of course, the girl freaked out, screamed, and ran away from me. And uh, needless to say, there was uh, no second date. (laughs) Okay. The music has obviously started here at the bar. Uh wow yeah because I don't I used to like look down at the subway tracks and I'd see like rats running around. I don't see them anymore so I to me I don't I don't see as many rats in New York City as I used to but apparently they're they're here and they're on to you they're following you around uh, or at least uh, I don't know what's going on I I swear to God those boots are sitting like right in the doorway of my place and I don't even know what to do with them I don't want to touch them they got rat blood on them um it's just insane so. Yet, once again, we have a great night at the Revolver Awards, and then it's ended with another confrontation with a rat. All right, and on that note, this is Christmas with the Devil, Spinal Tap.
little spinal tap here on Talking Metal's Christmas edition. We are here in a bar in Times Square hanging out. And uh, John, big thanks for getting your main man Ace on the podcast. We had him on one of the previous episodes. And also the YouTube clip is doing gangbusters uh, after only one day past 3,000 views. Wow, Mark, that's great. And uh, thanks to Emily. Thanks to Jay Bones. Thanks to you. And uh, it was really cool. What happened was Talking Metal had a post right at the beginning of the black carpet. But we came in a different area because there was kind of a line to get in, even for uh, the talent. So we went in a different direction. And we were at the other end of the carpet. So what happened was I ran and uh, grabbed uh, Emily and Jay Bones and said, Look, I I don't want you to lose your spot, but can you follow me? Because I'd love to get Ace on the show and on the YouTube stuff. And uh, Jay Bones, of course, the cameraman we were working with. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jay. And uh, it was great. Emily did such a great job. Uh, it was a really cool thing. And it was an interview with Ace, and Rachel was with him. And, and Buddy and I were uh, standing right around as well, as was Geo from E1 Records. Yeah. And some interesting stuff Ace said in that little bit of, of time that we had him for. A new record he's working on. I, I found that interesting. Sounds like three songs he's already written with, with Rachel. So pretty, pretty amazing that we're going to get another Ace record. I mean, it's just been boom 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 with these records like three records within what the last five years i would say and now potentially another one it's a a lot for these these bands half these bands never put out music you know and ace is just going uh, at this stage in his career it's pretty impressive yeah ace is uh, doing so great and he uh just uh, built a new studio and that is really exciting so he's eager to start recording in his brand new studio and uh, E1 Records has been great. And so, we, of course, Space Invader came out in 2014. And then recently Origins uh, came out. And now a new record is underway. And uh, believe it or not, uh, Ace asked me if uh, I wanted to write. And I, of course, said yes as well. So it's going to be cool. Okay, cool. Looking forward to that. you got to fill us in on that. And uh, the book Ace mentioned, he's still, which we, you know, he's talked about that before. But... Also, a second book, that is. Also, that he got a text from Gene and that Gene might be coming down to a show. Do you think that would be the Beverly Hills show? or I know there's a Vegas show, too. Yeah, there's also a show in, uh, there's a place called the Canyon Club, and it's somewhere else in California, but apparently around the L.A. area. So could be any one of those shows, and uh, you never know, Gene might want to fly out to some random show, but I would probably suspect it would be in one of the shows out in California. But uh, that would be pretty awesome to have Gene come down and, and check out Ace, uh, just as it was really great to spend time with Paul Stanley at the video shoot for Fire and Water. That was just such a, a cool event everybody had such a nice time and you know even the the like paul's people and you know uh fran um the uh guitar tech for paul who's just been a long time good friend of paul's and a great 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 guitar tech him and i had a chance to to really bond and hang out and we've kept in touch since then and uh uh, that was great. So it would be really cool to uh, get a chance to uh, see Gene at one of the Ace shows, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. You know, Ace tells a story on the most recent Eddie P- Trunk podcast about that whole experience w- of the shoot, and one of the, the things that I found interesting that he says, and if you, hadn't, if you haven't heard this interview, I suggest everyone go check it out, uh, Eddie Trunk's podcast, Ace Fraley Interview. He says 
that Ace says, you know, after we shot for a while, I told Paul, you know, I'm going to do some stuff for the smoking guitar. You can go, you, you know, don't feel like you got to hang out. And Paul said, no, I'm going to hang out, you know, and he ended up just kind of hanging out, you know, for, for the rest of the stuff, even though technically you guys were done with him, you know, and to me that, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, that, that sounds like a guy who was enjoying what he was doing and he wasn't like, get me the hell out of here as, as soon as possible. You know, I found that very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was really cool because the thing was we were you know trying to to make it, you know everything uh, run smoothly and we didn't want to keep anybody. I mean, Mark, you've been on shoots a million shoots and I've been on shoots and most of the time, guys, just people in the industry, they want to get in and get out. And, and even if I mean, there've been talking metal TV shoots where like one of us kind of came in, did our thing, and split even when the rest of the shoot was still going on. And we love talking metal and, and it's just how scheduling is but um we and for that reason we we let paul know that you know we wanted to make it as smooth as it could be for him yet instead uh you know paul in fact actually was uh, there first and um and he left uh, you know at the end of the shoot so it was really really cool he, he he was amazing and i think he was having a great time and uh ace was definitely having a great time and it was really really cool yeah, you must have enjoyed being there. It wouldn't have hung out, you know. I thought it was really cool to hear Ace talk about that. Um, let's get into some more Christmas music. This is Heavy Christmas by Twisted Sister.
mascaras. Headbands of platforms. Five-tattered t-shirts. Twisted Sister, one of my all-time favorite bands in the whole world. When I went to Berkeley, they said, name your favorite groups. Most people were writing like Jaco Pastorius and, <laughs> you know, Witten Marcellus. And I was right. my favorite bands are Kiss, Rat, and Twisted Sister. <laughs> or I don't know what order I put them in, but it was those are my favorite bands. I think I listed Queensryche, too, because I thought, oh, my God, that's, that's going to make those Berkeley people think I'm a real musician. I got there, and they were like, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff. Anyways, I guess I guess we'll wrap this up. Again, guys, best holiday wishes and a happy new year to everyone out there who's listening. We appreciate your support. We look forward to uh, having you listen to podcasts next year, 2017. I wish you a happy new year. John? Yeah, guys, thank you so much for all of your continued support. Uh, we have so much fun doing this. And, I mean, guys, I'm back i'm gonna be back as long as uh mark and i and uh are in the same town or even if we're not and we've got skype we can do it but the the podcasts are much much more fun when it's mark and i hanging out together and doing them and uh i have i swear to god guys you, you, unless you're doing this you you it's hard to understand this but as soon as i got the mic here and i'm talking and i'm hanging with mark i really feel like i'm talking with everybody and it's a strange thing because if i attempted to give a speech in front of a group of people or something like that it, i i it doesn't go as well as it is talking to you guys does but for some reason when i'm when I know in my head that I'm doing this for Talking Metal, it makes it just like a fun conversation with you guys. And uh, I really appreciate the support, and I appreciate everything uh, that everybody does. You guys, Mark, Jay Bones, Emily, uh, Mitch, everybody involved in the Talking Metal family. Cool. And on that note, we'll end with a kind of a crazy tune. This is Christopher Lee, the actor. He died last year. 1922 he was born passed away in 2015 a very long acting career but he also did some heavy metal music i mean he he appeared on the screen in movies like the wicker man a lot of i think at least one james bond movie lord of the rings he played count dooku the former jedi who turned to the dark side in in star wars i believe it was episode two and three i think uh and this is a song by him john you want to say something yeah, sorry, sorry, I gotta tell one more breaking news story. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, sorry, I interrupted that. We, we're gonna save all that and we're gonna get to that song in a minute. But yeah, I was, I forgot to tell you, I was almost killed last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> By what? A truck? By Ace Frehley's pool table. Oh. I'm not kidding, guys. I am in a storage unit. Now, we have various storage units across country that have everything from, uh, you know, touring gear to, uh, you know, miscellaneous stuff in it. And um, I'm in this unit, and I'm looking for a drum, specific drum, and um, which, which uh, 
I'm trying to think. It probably wasn't the drum that was used on the 78 solo album, but it was probably a drum that Anton Figg used on Anomaly. So I'm looking for this drum, and uh, and there, there was some stuff, and I was, like, moving things around, and then all of a sudden, something fell on me and pinned me against a wall. In, in Ace's storage unit. This is in New York or, or uh, this is New York, right? You... Yeah. New York State. Yeah, this is in New York State. So I am pinned and I can't figure out what it is that's that's pinning me because there was there was something that turned out to be a giant painting that was literally like, you know, like 10 foot by 8 foot or something like that. It was a giant painting, but but that's not was what what literally pinned me. It turned out to be a pool table. And uh, so what happened was the pool table, which, you know, they're made out of slate, and it was, it was on a dolly. And when I was, like, kind of moving things around, attempting to look behind, like, this wall of stuff, it fell off the dolly, and it, it kind of fell onto, like, a, like, I guess, like a 45-degree angle. And it, it pinned me up against uh, not quite the wall, but, but other stuff. And for a second, I was like, I, you know, I, I'm stuck. I, I'm stuck. I can't, you know, at first I thought I'd just push it off and get out, but there was no pushing this thing. This was a giant, you know, high quality pool table. And, uh, I didn't even know it was a pool table until like after I got out. So I'm thinking my phone is outside on a little cart. And, uh, so then I'm just thinking maybe I just start yelling help. And <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, so then I'm figuring that's probably not going to do anything because this place has like four floors and it was like a weekend and there was like hardly anybody in there. I did talk to the people. They said eventually someone would have done some rounds and would have would have possibly found. How did you get out? Ace Rescue? No. So, so what happened is I ended up um, just saying, I better calm down for a minute, even if I'm stuck here, which I did, believe it or not. So at first I panicked, and then I said, I better calm down. And then somehow I was able to... Uh, like luckily the the pool table had hit it pinned me but it was also up against something else because if, let's say I move it's still going to be against me but I was able to kind of like squirm down and then out like if so if you think of something like let's just say something 45 degrees against the wall there's more space under so somehow I was able to squeeze myself under and then instead of the pool table completely falling down it fell against something else and then I was able to squirm out and then I had to walk around and it was just insane I mean it was really dangerous I don't think it hit me at how lucky I am to uh not have gotten initially crushed by the thing, which was a definite possibility, but the fact that I got out. Because even if somebody would have came by at the end of the night, I might not have been able to keep yelling help. I might have just passed out or something like that. You may have gotten eaten by rats. Yeah. There's (laughs) probably rats up in that area. And, uh, you know, who knows? And uh, so I could have been... That would have been the worst if I was attacked by a rat. But but luckily, uh, I survived... And um, made it out. Lived to tell about it. I did, but guess what? The pool table is still like at a forty-five degree angle, so I'm gonna have to get like a team of like guys to come up there and uh, fix it. So if you want to be one of the the team, you can come up. No thanks. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. Sure. Oh yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff in there, guys. What's funny about being? Yeah, that's what I'd like to see. Some of the stuff in Ace's storage unit. Yeah. What's What's funny is that you get to see a lot of cool stuff. Everything from like you know normal stuff that people would have in a storage unit to like really cool stuff like 
like, uh, you know, like, you know, I'll give you an example. I saw like a stand up, you know, one of those Gibson guitars, like, you know, like life size stand ups of face, you know, holding the Gibson guitar with makeup. And then and I saw stuff like slot machines and like, you know, all kind of cool, yeah. cool stuff that Ace had in this house. Wow. Cool. Yeah, that's it. I'd love to check out that stuff. Anyways, the adventures of astronomy. Craziness, always. Yeah, I, I forget. You, you would have thought maybe I would have let off with the almost gotten killed thing, but I, I kind of forgot about that. Things are so insane right now. But Anyways, that'll wrap up today's show, and that'll wrap up the year here. Good year, 2016. We'll check out here with Christopher Lee, Darkest Carols, Faithful Sing. Again, known for his work as Count Dooku on Star Wars. This is Christopher Lee of Talking Metal. Oh, 
Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.